A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to What Women Want. With Amy Annette. Hello, and welcome to the show where I and some great comedians look at the misadventures, misunderstandings, and misogyny involved in being a woman. As part of my ongoing journey to actually release all of these podcasts that I've recorded over the years that have just laid dormant on a hard drive, this is an episode that I recorded with Rosie Jones and Helen Bauer back in 20. <laughs> I actually am embarrassed to say the year. Perhaps not surprisingly because of how brilliant they are, the episode is just as relevant as ever. Helen and Rosie are so funny. The podcast that Helen and Rosie did together, Daddy Look at Me, may no longer exist. I wonder where they are now. (laughs) A little humour joke there because of course they are so successful and I was incredibly lucky to get them in when I did. You will also notice that this podcast is slightly shorter than a traditional What Women Want episode. I will say that is because we, halfway through, started talking as if we were not being recorded, and uh, I've had to cut that out, because I do not currently have the funds for a libel case. (laughs) But come find me at a live show, and uh, maybe I'll tell you what we were talking about. But in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation that I had with Helen and Rosie, where we talk about what women want is attention. I'm joined today by the wonderful Rosie Jones and Helen Bauer. Hello. I just realised as well that I'm in a seat in your lovely studio where I can see everyone walking past and oh, they're just looking in at me like I'm an absolute glass freak. So that people can, don't... What? No, I'm, I'm, I don't mind it, but like, can you actually frost it? Yeah. Oh, oh my Rosie. God! See, now oh. I'm worried as well because they'll be like, they saw me looking at them looking at me <laughs> and I've been like, frost, frost it. <laughs> I'm not having any of it. Get rid of them. And now that we're nice and private, all alone. Let's get our tits out. <laughs> what a beautiful oh, bra. Oh, I actually have. <laughs> I thought you were going to go yeah. for it well, now we're both wearing too Thank many you, clothes. Thank This show, What Women Want, as many people know, is about the misadventures and misunderstandings around being a woman. Mm. Uh, the idea is that we share our experiences and hilarious stories just so that we can all understand a bit more what it's like to be a woman. Amy, so we're both big fans. We're both previous guests. Previous and we're guests, happy to be here. That's so kind. And I love the way that you <laughs> adopted my radio formal tone. You just really go for it. Like, honestly, it's like, so you, fun, like you five minutes ago was not you now. It's hey, incredible. Yeah. Actually, I think I've got to stop doing it because it does sound like I'm a child pretending to be a radio <laughs> presenter. Like, my friends are here. Some <laughs> questions I have to ask. Okay. Um, and a real theme of your show is attention like daddy yes. look at me if anyone i'd yes. say it's like it's the main theme next to daddy 
Like I think like we've like never really sat and discussed it, but I feel like if we were to pick a theme, that would yeah. be it. When we started, we uh, wanted to talk about attention mm-hmm. as a whole, yeah. but then that felt too much. Mm-hmm. So we narrowed it down to childhood. Wanting attention as a child is the one time you, you're you kind of allowed it. Yeah, yeah. Like you're allowed yeah. to be like, look yeah. at me, and no one. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny yeah. when you're yeah. like attention seeking under the age of like twelve. Yeah, but like no one wants the big girl from the girls' no. brigade to be like running up and down with the flags. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Look yeah. at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you're both comedians. You spoke to comedians about the sort of weird nature mm. of standing on a stage and yeah. turning the lights down on everyone except you <laughs> and yeah. being like, my time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what women want is attention, the theme yeah. of today. Yes. So attention is something that I, um, I have like, a weird relationship with because I really want it. I feel like that yeah. feels really normal in this room to say, but some people hate the idea of having yeah. attention. And then sometimes when I get it, I'm like, I actually didn't really want this. And when I think about attention in terms of feminism, I think it's that weird thing where we talk about being a woman can feel like a performance sometimes. Yeah. Because there's versions of femininity that we perform, uh, shaving your legs. If you want to do that, fine. But definitely, I've talked about this on stage. I was going to my friend's wedding. I was like, oh, I really like them, so I should shave my legs. Because it felt like a gift to them. that I would be like, I shall perform as a woman for your wedding. Uh And so getting dressed up in fashion it's a kind of showing off yeah and in all of that i find that you want to strive and you want to have ambition but you never a hundred percent know if you're doing it on your own terms yeah or if you're just striving and having ambition to fulfill the sort of needs of the patriarchy you can never bring those two things apart because i do think sometimes i'm like i'm getting in a bath and i'm having a day where i just remove all my hair for Mm. me because it's just something to do and it makes me feel more svelte and clean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that for some reason makes my brain happier but sometimes it definitely is the performance for other people but like it doesn't yeah i don't know what it is it's literally just a sliding scale but like i'll i don't mind it enough Mm. that it's like a big problem i'd rather get pay right than the shaving thing yes it's not that's not my my i i I kind of clearly is it clearly is your thing you know you're really upset i don't shave and i really need the world (laughs) to be okay with that rosie what does attention mean to you so interesting because i think you're right as a woman and as a comedian and in my personality I want all the attention dot 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 on my terms mm. and I can't say that to about sounding like an utter twat um but recently, I've really felt that because, guys, I'm on TV. What? A bitch. <laughs> what are you pointing at me? <laughs> because I know you're going to be like, fuck off. <laughs> I think it's only because of how I walk and how I talk mm. That w- it's someone knows who I am that I gonna come up to me. Oh, for sure. So, and it's 
really lovely and they're about to people go hello sorry you're a great comedian bye but then it's uh, other people mm. very rarely can i turn up mm. now when i'm in public because someone tweeted me recently saying, just seen Rosie on the train, don't know what happened, but she looked really sad. Just had a neutral face. Mm. And so it's that thing of, am I ungrateful? For that I'm like, yes, I want attention, mm. but not all the time. I think but we've discussed in the podcast, yeah. you want a certain bit of attention. Like, yeah. we, like, you don't want attention for something that makes you stand out sometimes or like something very specific, but you want it in a general sense of yeah. like people watching what you're yeah. doing and seeing that you're doing well and like mm. career and, and like love life and stuff like that. And we can map this being a, a woman, a, maybe not, maybe like a young woman especially. Like, I know yeah. it's old, you get older, there's this perhaps women sometimes get a sense of like being invisible to the world. Yeah. But certainly I do a thing where if I see an older man staring at like a fifteen year old girl, I make sure that he can see me seeing him. Yeah. Yes. And I do it so often on the tube that sometimes I think people think like I'm hitting on this creepy old man. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I saw you looking at that fifteen year old girl. Double that and add a bit. I'm over here. Um, I'm really staring at this fella. But I think that kind of attention is exactly what we talk about a lot yeah. of the time women feel this weird pressure mm -hmm. to perform and then yeah. they're like oh well I got all this attention because um I look nice and I now feel guilty yeah. that I'm not giving people what they want the mm -hmm. expectations yeah. are impossible oh man I do think that there's something interesting in especially like sisterhood and being yeah. in gangs of the traveling pants one or two You've uh, never seen the film? Okay, oh. you need to watch the film. They're really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. I love them. Okay, go on, Sisterhood. Carry the on. Sisterhood <laughs> of the Travelling Pants. Um, which is obviously <laughs> impossible. I know the whole theme of the book is that they are an impossible pair of jeans that fit everyone's They fit ass. everyone. But why, first of all, why is that a book for children? I'm here to take down the Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Yeah. Watch me go. Whoa. Oh, can you not? Sorry, Pick okay, some, sorry. No, I like if it If I think about much. that in terms of feminism. Just leave it. Just leave okay, it. Okay, I'll leave it. But I think what you're talking about, Rosie. They're elasticated. <laughs> leave it there. Not. They're not. They are. They are. You could get elasticated they're jean material. I'm sorry, Rosie. I'm getting pissed off. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> and she's slagging things off that she shouldn't be involved in. Imagine this is what ends of our friendship. Yeah. Type into YouTube. Like mm -hmm. um, one size fits all. They've got swimwear. One oh, size fits all. I understand They've that. Got... I understand oh, the concept no. of clothes. Don't yell at me. No, what about works. sisterhood? I understand clothes. <laughs> I'm just saying the jeans in the book slash the movie, yeah. the sisterhood of the traveling pants one and two, are uh, a fallacy, a capitalist fallacy that is just designed to make women feel bad about their bodies. Okay, yeah. but they're not jeans. They're pants. But pants are jeans. They are jeans. Not necessarily. You can have non-denim pants. It's but they're jeans in the movie. American. In the movie, they appear denim. <laughs> Doesn't mean they actually, actually are. true, they could be jeggings. But I don't think jeggings existed when that book was written. It's just a really nice idea of friends of different shapes and sizes <laughs> coming together with a similar pair of pants. Anyway. Rosie, when I was thinking about what you're saying about your person <laughs> coming over to you, I can definitely see how when you're in a 
when you're a successful woman, or at least if you're an ambitious woman, mm-hmm. people really want to control their power relationship with you. Oh my God. Even if they're really pro you, yeah. so it can feel quite positive, yeah. they still want to control it. Yeah. Like it's never, it's very rarely rather, like an, just an honest like, I'm so pr- I want to help you or yeah. I'm just interested to see your meteoric rise. I think in general, male workers have a lot more cheerleaders than female workers do. Yeah. Just in general, they just, they, they just get more support. You also require cheerleaders at work when you're in the office. There's HR, but it's hard to talk about things like, I feel like this guy doesn't really listen to me. Yeah. I don't, yeah. There are very few people who go to HR with that. And how do you be vocal without being seen as shrill and all of these things? Yeah. I don't know if it's up for topic. We know that our podcast isn't for everyone. <laughs> The negative comments mm. we have, you will never ever get that if it were two men. Like some other wording they use, like hectic. I mean, I love it, but James and Ed off the menu. Yeah. You could describe that as hectic and they mm. go off the topic. Yeah. But because we're two women... Who happen to be a bit shrill. Yeah, the terminology <laughs> that people use to describe oh us... My God, yeah. Is that you will not use that if we were men. It's just exhausting that we just had a little, like, write-up of our show. They'll describe one of us as a comic, and then maybe, oh. like, um, comic Rosie Jones, and then put Girl Guide on Heat, Helen Bauer. Oh, my gosh. It's like... Come on. On heat. On heat, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what so that sexual. Yeah. That's when a dog is a female Oh, rubbing dog. its like, cunt against the floor, like dragging itself. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, my yeah. God. So didn't say girl guy. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, I-, I loved it, but then I also was laughing at myself being such a prude. That I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so what we talk about, like, we talk about sex. Mm. Which is amazing because me and Rosie have not had sex this year. (laughs) So wanking. (laughs) And talking about our fantasies to fulfil our brain. It doesn't surprise me at all then that you would be like targeted by people who they're like, this is not for me. This is bad. I'm I'm furious that (laughs) I can't control these women and yeah. tell them to shut up and the only place I have the space to do that is in this sort of yeah. comment box. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like if we were men I hate this word but we'd have a lot of banter. Oh yeah, yeah. Whereas one or two women it's shrill. Mm. Oh, Once hectic. again, though, it is it is shrill <laughs> and it is incredibly yeah. hectic. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Can you ask me about my attention now? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I feel like do you know what I mean like I've been really well behaved yes. you can't invite someone on a podcast about attention and then not ask them so Rosie that was so interesting no. hearing you talk about no I'm doing a segue so I've got to say it again Rosie really interesting to hear you talk about what attention means to you thank you now we turn to Helen no can I have a um, like a segue with feminism included as yeah, well yeah yeah of course okay yeah. go again <laughs> so interesting hearing how your life um do it again without the um, like properly. No, it's fine. Just, just, just need be, something better, be better, be better, be better, be mm. better. Thanks, Rosie. Helen, now it's your turn to talk <laughs> semi-uninterrupted <laughs> for a certain amount of time um, about what does it mean to you when you hear what women want is attention? Thank you for asking. Mm, you're welcome. Um, when I hear that, I think, yes. Thanks, Helen. <laughs> no, okay, I'll tell you what's annoying about this podcast and what's wrong with it. Okay. <laughs> um, Rosie's said all the points that I would have wanted to make. Sure. And yeah. I added, Rosie, please, my love, I am having a bit of a moment. And I sort of like went in with my agreement of it. But now you've asked me and mm. I've got one option, which is to repeat mm. or go the opposite way and be like, women mm. fucking love attention. That's what they get. They're tits out. That's what they wear. Short skirts. They fucking love it. And I don't want to be that person. Hey, and I don't want to force you to be that person so let me ask you a more specific question okay a huge appreciation that would be also a great option if you could share an experience where you were seeking for attention and got it and you regretted it or what does it mean attention in your life oh I've regretted a lot of attention I've got but it doesn't mean I stop seeking it because I always think attention is what like other people have where it's like oh my god they're they're loved and they're wanted Mm. and they're respected but then I always get it in the way of like I'll be like I'll wear a low cut top for the first time in years Mm. and I wear it out and everyone's like oh you're dressing up for someone and Mm. it's like no just appreciate how good they look like just Mm. appreciate that um I wore a prom dress that was form-fitting with beads all over it that looked okay. like a mermaid, Great. which was quite the choice. That. And I regretted it instantly. I arrived mm. in prom and I was like, I look ridiculous. And like, I love my body one day and then the next day I want to disappear yeah. and I want no one to ever see yeah. me and I shouldn't have to 
uh, I shouldn't be expected because I'm big and I'm confident that I should always love being big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'd love to be able to say that, like, I love my tits, I love my thighs, I love my oh, tits. Okay, for tits consistently, yes, I like things. But, like, yeah. stomach, thighs, it's like, it's mm. some days I'm, yeah. I'm going to wish that I had just, like, yeah. had yeah. none of it on me. Yeah. I watch Bridget Jones recently. <laughs> One, two, and three, and mm-hmm. one set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's insane how when first of all in the film people say she's overweight. I remember watching it at the time going Haha, she's so Oh, I looked through yeah. like like little diaries and bits and pieces I had because I was like a very, I was aware of food, I was aware of weight very significantly mm. as like a yeah. 12 like, year old onwards. Mm, yeah. And like, I look at moments where I felt like the biggest and I look at a picture or like what yeah. I've written and I'm not no. in know. any it's, way. It's heartbreaking, Tiny. isn't it, to look back at yourself and be yeah. like, I was a yeah. baby girl and I, I really really don't want to is there even a word thin shame oh I've been what? accused of doing that oh. so I think it is I got called like yeah is a skinny shame thin? or thin sh- I remember being younger and looking at people and again I don't want a skinny shame but looking at like maybe bodies like Kira Knightley and I remember thinking I want her body mm. but now I'm like oh no, no I, don't. I love my boobs mm. I love my boobs mm. like it's so refreshing that in today's society, we celebrate shame. I think we should more. celebrate it, and I think that we just need to not expect the consistency of the people that are posting. Like, I love my body one day, and then the next day I want to disappear, yes. and I want no one to ever see yes. me, and I shouldn't have to. <sighs> I shouldn't be expected because I'm big and I'm confident that I should always love being big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's oh my it. God, this episode is wrapping up so nicely. Oh because what we were saying yeah. earlier about always needing to project a certain thing. Of like, I'm always happy. I'm always having a good time. I'm always making people feel welcome. Like, I always feel confident in myself. Like, some days you're just not. Mm. Like, one day you want attention because you do a good show and you want everyone to appreciate mm. it but other times you do a good show and you want to just disappear and have no one look at you yeah. it's site specific it's, it's, it's not also consistent. to do I think with there's systems for women to exist in like a silent but kind motherly kind of woman mm. you know there's ver- there's like well trodden paths that you can walk down but the moment that you feel like you're sort of straying off path and doing something new yeah. the systems are not there to support you and society's not there to support you in that way you have to be so confident, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that confidence, you feel like you're attention-seeking. At the end of this conversation, do you feel like you understand... You talk so well about attention, both of you, on your podcast. On our podcast, but not today. Not today. <laughs> Can I go first? Of course. Helen, do you think that no, when you're... No, no. Atten- Say Helen more excited. Helen. Yeah? When you are seeking um, attention and when you're putting yourself out there, let's say, do you think <laughs> that you're doing that despite feminism or because of feminism? I haven't really thought about it. Um, I think some 
Oh, no, you're right, actually. Oh, this is one of those realisation moments. I think I was very aware that I was um, a loud girl. Mm. And not just a loud child, but like a loud mm. girl. And I think that I doubled down on it because I was like, well, yes, yeah, so I what? And I've kept that up 100%. But I've maybe... I've pushed it in situations where I'm like, well, literally, it's just men talking right now. And I feel mm. like I'm not being heard. Mm. And I assert myself in a way that sometimes is to the detriment of people around me but I'll think like fuck it I'm going for it I'll have nothing to add to the conversation but mm. I'll make sure I say something mm. just so they don't say everything and I guess the, <laughs> does the, that make sense totally but I do know a lot of people who feel like when they're in that situation their voices aren't being heard they get quiet because they're like clearly this isn't a space for me I'm yeah. very much aware of like how much I've spoken in the group but also how much everyone else has spoken in the group mm. like I will grab people into conversations if I feel like they're not being in like I'm just it's like a constant like thing going on in my brain do you have that Rosie yeah and we're speaking about our voices Mm -hmm. in terms of what we want to say but actually for me I forgot to think about my literal voice because mm. I've literally got a different sounding voice it's slower so a lot of my life professionally and personally I got to make sure that when I talk it's worthwhile. Cause I feel like when when people had to step back and mm-hmm. listen to me, I got to make it worthwhile. Mm. So I am an extrovert. I do love attention. I am loud, but. Sh- Sometimes, if I'm in a bigger group, or maybe professionally, if I'm like on a panel show, I'll go inward and yeah. I won't talk as much as everyone else because it literally takes longer and takes more effort. So that's a difficult thing for me, Mm. Helen. I'd like to summarise all the arguments we've made. I think I might have crushed it. What we've learned today is that women are inconsistent. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Bitches want attention, but bitches don't know when they want it. That's literally what we do. What do you want? What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Does that voice like affect your throat? What voice? That devil voice you just did. Oh, I lose my voice all the time. You need to be careful, otherwise you'll um, Julie Andrews yourself. Don't stop it. What does that mean? Like get an umbrella that talks to me? Well, she got a polyp on her. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, But she she had an operation and she worked in the Princess Diaries. That's fine. No, the operation means that she can't sing. Yeah, Yeah. but she still got to work with Anne Hathaway twice. Anne Hathaway was lucky. Do, do, do. Oh, that's all right. Oh, End of the day. Chris wait, Pine was wait, lucky. Anne Hathaway got what she deserved. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, Helen. Why me? Because you saw me when no one else did. 
when I was no. invisible. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, sorry. Can we do it again? Can we do it again, please? Can we do it again? It's a quote from the end of Princess Diaries. Helen, why me? Because you saw me when I was invisible. <laughs> she comes every time. Honestly, honestly, favorite quote of anything. I like. Uh, it's not your fault. From Goodwill Hunting. As sexual as that <laughs> enactment of the Princess Diaries, yeah. I do think that her quote, Anne Hathaway's beautiful quote there, you saw me when I was invisible. Yes. Really comes back round to it, is that we really want people to see us for who we are, the real human below ourselves, the, b- below the performance that we do. And yet we get confused when people sort of accept the performance that we give. Yeah. And this podcast basically comes down to people just sharing experiences so they can yeah. feel seen and heard. And I feel very seen and heard by you guys today. So thank you so what much. What was wrong with my summary? Yeah, she really took our quote and she made it into Women her don't make things. Women manipulate, Rosie. We've been over this. <laughs> what we've learned is Helen and I have very similar personalities. And it's really good that we don't do a podcast together. Oh, my God. it would just be summary after summary, after summary. I love summarizing. Um, but Rosie, I think there's something here and yeah. I hope we can come back together again. Can I please be a guest on your new podcast? <laughs> Thank you so much. You've both been Thank so wonderful. You. No, that Amy. Was great. Honestly. Really Thank you. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. And think no. we each do our best like radio sign off. I've been Amy Nett. Goodbye. Rosie. I'll be the change you want to see. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Don't yell at me. So, are we any closer to finding out what women want? (laughs) No. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share. It makes such a difference in my ongoing journey to top Mel Gibson when you Google what women want. Thank you so much to producer Emma Caution and to executive producer Zach Annette for his help. Music is by The Arc Dance via Jamendo Publishing. Thank you so much. Goodbye.